tapping to signify that I uh, I have begun recording. Excellent. I love it. Glad we still do that. It's a it's a big move. It's a vibe. It's uh the last of the 2020 energy because welcome. Welcome to this episode of Road Sodas, your final of this freaking year. Hey, it's uh, you know, Road Sodas. I mean, we're still in our in our pre-infancy. You know, we are we're in swaddling clothes right now. Yeah, and uh, to, to introduce ourselves, I am your host, Ben Warden, and I am your other host, Ben Warden. <laughs> uh, got them both. Nicely done. Nicely done. Jimbo Shaw is your guest here, and uh, I am <laughs> I am not swaddled at all. What do you think of that, huh? Yeah. Look at that, look at that color. It looks like the sky that you saw uh, at some point previously <laughs> this year. Yeah, in mid midday. Yeah, I'm drinking a uh, drinking a pre mixed cranberry ginger non alcoholic beverage that I then added a bunch of whiskey to. Yeah, well, you know, beverages can call themselves non alcoholic, but that's really up to the user. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's on me. And uh, Coca Cola, yeah, sure, I get that you want to call yourself Coca Cola, but really, I know you as Cuba Libre. <laughs> Look, a lot of the times, a, a non-alcoholic drink, also known as a soda or juice or water, uh, is fine. But this one doesn't taste very good until you put booze in it, and and that's not my fault. And look, I mean, if you want to bring a Coca-Cola or a Fanta or a Sprite along on your road trip, that's fine. But that doesn't make it a road <laughs> soda. Woo! He did it, folks. Uh, that is a Narragansett Tallboy. That is a true road soda that's staying in my living room. Hi, neighbor. <laughs> Hello. That's uh, for those not from the New England area or have ever visited. Uh, that is their slogan, and it is adorable. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad they started the brewery back up. Hi, neighbor. Hello, neighbor. Yeah. Quint drinks it. I mean, come on. He does. He drinks it well. He drinks it it good and long. Cold beer, like a man's beer. <laughs> It gets a hold of you. Your eyes roll back in your head. You, you can't drink Narragansett with city hands. You got city hands, Mr. Hooper. You can't drink Narragansett. Six tall boys went into the water. Only one came out because I drank the other five. Because they're good for drinking while you're at the beach. You hear that, Chief? I had to pull the tab. I had to pull them all. <laughs> I think we just need to do part of that speech. That's that's an unofficial segment. We're just gonna keep because Quint's one of those voices that everybody can do. It's just whether or not you like have memorized enough of the speech or just like the inflection to do. But like, it's like a uh, Christopher Walken or uh, you know any of these things where you just like ah oh, Jimmy Stewart. Anybody can fucking talking to my guy. Anybody talking can fucking... to him all wrong. It's <laughs> the wrong tone. Uh, well, it is, uh, for the listener, it is the fun week in between Christmas and New Year's Eve. And Jimbo, I'm going to come, I'm going to come right out and get into some content here. I'm going to ask the hard hitting question that people want to know. Do you wash your legs? Yes. 100% yes. If it's in the shower, uh, do I wash my legs separately? Like when I'm washing my hands? No, no, I do not. 
No, I'm talking. I don't use my I don't use my legs to open doors. I don't touch (laughs) a lot of commonly touched surfaces. So I don't I don't put leg sanitizer all over my knees when when I'm entering a new building or coming back into my own house from outside. So no, no, I don't wash my legs as regularly as some people. But yes, yes, I wash them when I bathe. I'm talking about the shower. You actually take the time to scrub your legs. Um. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I do not. <laughs> Good for you. I'm I'm actually really proud of you. But uh, no, like I mean this this one has some history with me, and it and it goes back to I think high school probably at least, where every now and then we would have a track practice where it was kind of shitty out there, and the geese had rolled through, and they ate all of all of the grass off of the inner track which i think was a football field or some some sort of some sort of field yes with some goal posts the uprights <laughs> yep and guess what always covered in goose shit that didn't deter our coach ever he would always say like hey you guys want to have some fun let's play a game of tag you know it's a good running <laughs> game i'll name who's it and sure enough, we're sliding all over the fucking place on the goose shit. And so I would get into my car, like, ashamedly. It's like, I have to go tell my parents why there's goose shit all over the, the fucking seat in the car. I actually didn't worry about that kind of thing, because uh, I'm an asshole. But I did worry about washing the goose shit off of my legs. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and so, and so that carried answer. over, yeah, yeah, into college. Uh, you know, I played rugby, so I would come back like muddy all the time and say, Hey, there's mud on my legs. I'll get that off. And so I guess I formed a kind of Pavlovian habit Fair of, enough. of washing my legs behind my knees, in between my toes, like what? bottoms of my feet. In the shower? Yeah. We live different lives. <laughs> well, if I'm going to get clean, I'm going to get full clean. Look, I don't shower every day, man. Weekends, I rarely shower, and I'm not making a New Year's resolution. Sorry, listener. Like, if it's a weekend that I don't have anything, like, even if I'm going to the grocery store, I don't say, hey, I got to shower this weekend. I don't even say, hey, I got to brush my teeth. Like, I'm wearing a fucking mask now. I'm the only one smelling it. (laughs) Look, I do not begrudge a leg scrub. You know, that's all. I was just curious. It's popped up a few times in... I've seen memes. I think I've heard it on a couple other podcasts I listen to. And more importantly, I've heard it amongst friends. Only only fellas. There seems to be... Everyone seems to think that what they're doing is the way that all dudes do it. Yeah, you stand up to wipe, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Just like... It's like no, like you can't just assume that about everybody. It's like yeah, everybody I mean, stands up. To, well, look, we stand up from the toilet, and then we actually bend over so so our head is actually below our knees while we wipe our. Ass. It's like no, no, that's that's not what everybody does. I understand everybody in your household growing up may have done that, or, or your boarding house, wherever you grew up. The wolves that raised you may do that, but like. Not everybody does. I mean, that is the same train of thought, basically, that leads someone like myself to say, look, I... I think think for me, so definitely when I was a youngster running around in the woods, whenever I got muddy, I would clean the mud off. 
But in a day-to-day normal shower. It was usually with a hose and it was outside. Yeah, yeah but I get if, it. If I've been wearing pants all day, which is pretty much my whole life now, because San Francisco never really gets, like, hot. It just gets less. Yeah, but it doesn't get cold, so you sweat inside of those pants, because I know you to be a sweaty dude like me. It's true. But I wash my pants, like, twice a year, so I think that that's covered. That's So good. my question to you is where does leg start or and or stop? Like, where do you stop washing? So... In 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 the context Once they of, separate in the like. context of this, um, I'm scrubbing Jenny's and basically where my hands end. That's okay. as far down as I go. And you I don't th- bend over in the shower. I think it's because I've spent so much time with really tiny showers, and you can relate to this. Your head's above the shower head, so there's certain like you can't bend again. You're gonna hit- assuming. No, we got a shower head that is is taller yeah. than than our roommates. Like, but like you've you've had that experience though. You're you're look, taller I've than I've been a to Europe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and so you can't like bend I forward because your head will hit the fucking shower head, and then you're all jammed up. And so yeah, so it's just sort of like I stand and scrub, and then and then I get out. Has somebody ever said like, "Hey, let's go to Japan to you," and you just thought, "No, oh no." I've never like, thought no. There's no fucking way. I've always thought, hell yeah, because, uh, you know, let's find out how uncomfortable I can be, both uh, socially and physically. Look, man, I've lived in, like, big German people's houses, <laughs> and they still have tiny bathrooms, tiny That's toilets, Europe, tiny sh- That's Europe. They're like, yes, we have this tiny washer-dryer combo. You can do one button-down short or one pant leg. Yeah, and and when we say dryer, that was that was kind of a German joke. It it really just gets sort of warm, but it has to be damp, like 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 I don't know, like the pancake. It will come out like a giant pancake. Ooh, the pancake pants! <laughs> and then they scamper off into the woods or into their trash compactor because they have them in each house. So, I mean, follow up question to you. Yes, was that our boy that just went by? No, it's fucking snowing out here, so you're going to be hearing plows roll by literally every six minutes. It didn't sound as fun as it normally does, so I was concerned for him. I thought maybe he, you know, the roads look clear, but uh, no, that was that was just a diesel truck. Fair enough. So, I mean, you don't wash your legs. I let the soap hit what it's going to hit on the way down. You use the forces of gravity. I allow the passing water and soap to do its cleaning. The same way sweat, I don't scrub the sweat into myself. Why should I scrub the sweat off of myself? I let I let it cascade down my gams. Okay, yeah, I guess this isn't more of a question and just... Uh, <laughs> Some like advice? A, no, 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 this is like a do you remember type of question. But, um, you know, less than eight years ago, I heard you say something... Oh, that no. I thought was insane. Oh no! But you said that towels, yeah, never get dirty. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> like the towel that you use to come out of the shit. You're using it when you're clean, right? Yeah, never gets dirty. Yeah, I stand by that. <laughs> now you're, you're okay. <laughs> still, still walking that line. Just had to make sure. Now I will admit that, given any amount of pressure, I will back off of that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. 
because it's not that has not a hill worth dying on. But I stand by like as far as gross things go. Like yes, if it's wet and it stays wet, it's going to get mildewy. Sure, so that's separate. I consider that separate. Yeah, you're from San Fran, or you live in San Francisco now. Sourdough is the, the yeast is just in yeah. the air. Like, Nothing ever dries here. Everything's just sort of damp constantly, much like much like the pancake pans. <laughs> and then we all scamper <laughs> off into the woods. <laughs> oh, you cannot do the socks with the pants. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, there's never uh, in my, in my mind, and in my experience, mud. Is never making it to the towel because the mud's gone by the time you get to the towel. The most, the most that would make it onto the towel is if you're, if, if due to time constraints and look, we've all done this and I, I, I don't judge listener, but if you've started to take a shower while you were still actively sweating and then got out of the shower and maybe you're still actively sweating, then yeah, you're going to get some sweat on your towel. All right, cool. So. Uh, I'm just I'm just gonna pull the thread a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Do you think there are any parts of your legs that don't get cleaned <laughs> because of your showering habits? And does that transfer to your towel, making your towel then dirty? Ooh. Yeah. Right, now we're getting to the hard hitting questions. Just just needed to know, man. Like, if you don't wash your legs, but you assume your legs are clean. Do you like are you are you putting the notary public like seal of approval on the cleanliness below where your hands go? And do you dry that? Or do you do you just not bend over at all? No, I bend over when I'm out of the shower because I got plenty of room in the bathroom. Well not plenty, but enough. Okay. I've been in your shower. It's not that bad. This current one's not that bad, but le- much like yourself, it's a force of habit. And I've just I'm just kind of stuck. I'm stuck in my ways. Do you need somebody to wash your legs? What I'm asking for is I mean, someone get, to come wash my legs. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, now, uh, let's see. Next point of order. We got an email. We can't read it. It's way, way too long. Yeah. But it's from the last person who emailed us. Which is my dad. Yeah. And to save myself the editing, we're not going to say his name this time. But, uh, yeah, it was very funny. Full of it started out, started out up top, little advice, which uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> you know, sure. Look, hey, <laughs> I've said this a lot in in our time together on this podcast. Uh, fuck you, dad. <laughs> I've said that at least three times now Four. Uh, I'd, I'd back you up, but I, I can't. I got nobody to fuck. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, you know my my dad should be enough. But let it let it uh, let it just be be known to the to the listening public that uh, we got several ideas for more uh, sofa king product lines, and uh, I don't think it's socially acceptable to really read off any of them. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. But they did make me laugh. <laughs> This is one of those things where you just got to say, he's from a different time. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, but these weren't cool back then. <laughs> like, he's not that old. He's I, not like Civil War old. I started reading it to Reagan and then I just kind of stopped. And she was like, because I hadn't read through it initially. And she was like, what does it say? I was like, I was like, hang on. 
Hang on. <laughs> oh, I gotta do some some on the fly editing. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I don't we don't need to know this. You don't need to know this about Jimbo's dad. Uh no, I I mean the advice I will I will heed in that my dad warned that my mom had to leave the room uh, sure. over some of the topics we've discussed. And look, I understand. I completely understand that my mom didn't want to hear about me doing acid in the woods. But guess what, mom? That's not where it stops. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it was that? Do you think that was the one? Uh, that, yeah. I mean, they mentioned that in the Sunday call afterwards. Oh, <laughs> I mean, my dad was like, I don't agree with it, but I thought it was kind of funny. Like, you guys just messed up in the woods, like, going on for a <laughs> Like, it seemed funny at the time. Plus, we had, a, like, a radio flashlight that was playing the cars. Like, it just made sense. Sorry, you weren't there. We were young and invincible. And it all worked out, which, honestly, I mean, that only reinforces our behavior. But we're here. We're doing great. Yeah, I will, we've grown up. And, like, the whole point of it, it's not to say, like, yeah, I've done all these drugs and I did no, all these No, absolutely no, no. not. You should learn from our story and learn that you shouldn't nearly die on, like, a two-mile hike. Yes. Like, that's the whole point of the story is is that was us celebrating surviving that, that completely minimal hike. Yeah, that was us showing how the night before we thought we were invincible and then were immediately dunked on by nature. Well, nature plays a strong inside game. A lot of points in the paint for nature. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, we're coming up on New Year's Eve. Uh, in my experience, nobody ever has a good time on New Year's Eve. Whoa. I believe there's a movie called New Year's Eve where everyone has a good time. <laughs> and that's not the movie I want to talk about this week. Oh, you got a different. I I I got I got a mini movie, which is a new term to me, and another movie to uh, talk about. But what do you want to talk about? Because I think I know what it is. Well, it's about New Year's Eve. Oh, then maybe I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think we knew each other when this movie came out. Oh my um, god! Actually, we may have. You know what? I'm I'm going back on that because this movie definitely came out in 1999. Because okay. it was it was like capturing on the whole Y two K like not the computer Y two K thing, but like the millennium change. Sure. It was called End of Days. Yes. You know this Sorry one? for the, the delayed response. I was taking a crucial sip. Nope, nope. I'm sure you'll edit that out. Yeah, and then it just won't make any sense <laughs> to the listener. Hell yes. I mean, don't worry, listener, I don't take out any pregnant pauses. We're just this quick all the time. Yeah. We don't ever take sips at the same time. Never. Uh, but end of days, right? With Arnold Schwarzenegger, the like fallen from grace uh, detective who has like the cartooniest morning routine where he wakes up hungover and takes everything within arm's reach, puts it into a blender, like including the Tylenol and the old coffee and the Chinese food, blends that up and starts to drink it. Yeah, oh, man. So I think I saw this movie the first time in 1999 or 2000 because I remember seeing it in California somewhere in like Los Angeles. Me, my dad, and my brother had taken a trip out there because why not? Why why not take your your teenage and and adolescent child children out to California yeah. without their mother? 
She's got she's got <laughs> something else going. On. No, I remember it just being us, honestly. The fellas. And so, you know, there were some boring days. Me and my brother were big video game addicts more than anything, so we were just like, We're kinda of bored, Dad. We don't need to see any more fucking sites. And he was like, Alright, I'll run some fucking movies. Nice. And so one of them, end of days. Maybe the other, and like, you know, th- this could just be the rose colored glasses that I'm wearing right now, but the siege. Okay. Uh, starring Tony Shaloub and Bruce Willis. Yeah. Uh like the pre nine eleven terrorist movie where yeah. like just doesn't stand the test of time. No, not at all. Like, almost qu- almost quaint the terrorist plot. Like yeah, sort of exactly. like Oh that you thought okay. <laughs> they went real low level. I get it. That's fine. Good for them. Um but End of Days has so many goddamn connections to the usual suspects. It's it's overt looking at it as an adult. I mean, it's Gabriel Burns in both. Okay, but Kevin Pollack is as well. But th- in right. this one, Gabriel Byrne like, is the embodiment of the bad guy. Yeah. And he's like, finally, I get to actually be the bad guy. It's sort of some twist taking it away from it at the end. Spoiler for the usual suspects. The fucking... Like icing on cake for this one though is that they say the the devil doesn't exist line that Kevin Spacey says. In, oh, nice in the police room <laughs> because it's it it's all about religion in this one. You know, it's it's the Antichrist being born or being conceived on you know New Year's Eve day, like midnight. 2000 like 2000 years after Christ we finally have this girl that we can make the vessel of the antichrist all and, right and it's the conception that's the not the birth the conception that's the big date for them i, I guess, guess i hadn't really so. thought about them i, I, I haven't I, seen I, that movie in a while cuz they didn't rape her back in march <laughs> yeah like, that didn't happen so i remember but a the, building on fire in that they're like oh, in yeah. a burning building. Yeah, they're well. They think that the church can protect them from uh, this this walking demon. Satan. Walking, yeah, and guess what? Satan's just like kind of toying with him. He's like, "Oh man, I can't go in." And then he just blasts all the windows and like fills the room with fire. And he's like, "Oh wait, I can go in because because <laughs> I'm supernatural." It's just a building. Yeah, but I, you know. For Arnold playing a New York cop, uh, I would give it like a 0.5. All right. Every role Arnold plays, he's like, I'm an investment banker. It's like, yeah, but why do you have so many muscles, man? I I don't know. I I lift a lot of paper. In in Jingle All the Way, he's a fucking mattress salesman. That's his job. Like. Not even a guy who loads mattresses into a truck, which then you could be like, he still wouldn't be that big. But suspension like, so disbelief. So I get it. Like okay. you can't you can't win the Mister Universe competition anymore. But like that doesn't translate into mattress salesman in Minneapolis. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's like another step in there. You don't Jamie. Just be, you don't become like grizzled ex cop in New York with that accent. Like people in the department just don't trust you. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Park Slope. My mother was a hipster. She only taught me Austrian German. Uh, and that's why I have an accent. She thought it would be cool. You know, hearing your Arnold, 
I realize how how bad my Arnold is going to be. No, no, no. <clears throat> Everybody can do Arnold, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Everybody can do Quint. <laughs> it's true. I I actually do an all right Jimmy Stewart, but nobody knows Jimmy Stewart anymore. Jamie, it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor, Chief. Oh, Chief, it's not a tumor. <laughs> Which way just... is a tumor? Oh, oh. Jamie, get to the chopper. <laughs> oh, my. I'm doing. Kill me. Kill me now. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful life. Ah. This well, I think this is all just, we're now just apologizing to your dad through bits. <laughs> I'm not I apologizing he, to my dad. The, I'm reiterating. <laughs> fuck you, dad. He's the only person who's going to understand all these references. Maybe. That, that very well may be. <laughs> but I got to say, <clears throat> if you have to watch one New Year's Eve movie, this New Year's Eve, make it end of days. Do it. Because... Because this one, whew, it plays fast and loose. Hell yeah. Now, uh... I don't have any reviews on it, honestly. Fair enough. Other, other than my own. Which, I would I would start out the review with a uh, 7 out of 10. And at the bottom, I would go 14 out of 30-something. Okay. Six and a half. Yeah. Okay. That's a fun... That's a fun fraction. Yep. Now, uh... The mini movie I wanted to discuss earlier. Now I, I heard about this. Basically, like it's the, a small movie. Like a, I'm going to start by saying I hate the term. It's, it's not very tall. I hate the term and the whole thing. It's a short film. Now I don't actually know what the standard length of a short film is. This is this clock. Oh, this 16, is this is the novel novella debate. This is 16 minutes. So I feel like that that might be slightly longer than a standard short film, but yeah, it falls in that category. Let's call it a short film. I'll give it a short film. Now, this is a movie that came out on December 13th. So, dear listener, it's right there on YouTube. Uh, You can watch it if you want. It's called Elves, 1989. It's called A Recipe for Seduction, and it's a Lifetime original movie sponsored by KFC, and it's about a a horny Colonel Sanders movie. Oh, you're you're waiting for my reaction to that. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm terrified. I'm yeah. shaking with fear. Horny Colonel Sand, like the Colonel Sanders or just a Colonel Sanders? Colonel Harlan Sanders, played by none other than, of course, Mario Lopez, who I will admit looks hunky in this movie. They don't give him the full Colonel outfit. It's like a it's a short sleeve white shirt. He's got the same tie. But a short sleeve, like white button down, so you can see his guns. He looks pretty good. I'll, I, I will admit that the the hair coloring is weird because they try to not make his hair white, but like still gray it up. But it's very fakely done, and they give him the like same salt he, and pepper, but like not natural. Yeah, and he does have the same facial hair, which is kind of weird because it's like Mario Lopez is playing like an an aged pirate on his chin, which is interesting. But uh, I gotta say. I wanted more out of the movie. I watched it with Reagan. We had a we had a lovely time watching it. It was 16 minutes. That's less than than like TV shows. Well, I will also point out that it's kind of brilliant in the sense that 
it hits all the standard like shitty lifetime movie it checks all the boxes of the plot of a shitty lifetime movie it just Meredith it kind of pu- Baxter Bernie gets beaten with a rod <laughs> in rod but it points out that they, I don't know if it intended to but it kind of just shows you that lifetime movies can be 16 minutes long and you still get 100% of the story you might not get all the like long dramatic shots and all the establishing shots and things like that but you will get the plot because it is the full plot of a lifetime film and so i'm gonna give it out of 10 i'm not gonna lie the 16 minute mark helps because it's only 16 minutes so i'm gonna give it a five out of 10 nice and then also like it's silly and then at the end of the review i'm gonna knock that to a four and a half out of 10 still out of 10 okay yeah 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 same scale yeah Well, you know, there's a pitfall to that, like, it's only 16-minute logic. Yeah, we we know this one. (laughs) We're intimately familiar with someone trying to sell you on something with the best aspect of of it is that it's short. (laughs) Hey, you know, some adult swim shows, it's like, there's no commercial break. Yeah. It's just eleven minutes of action for the listener. This will be this will be mentioned, in a, and we're going to do a full episode on on this one. We're particular We're going to do a day. full six, probably. It'll it, be like a month and a half for it, you. It's honestly going to take a while to tell the story the whole day because it was it was one of those rare days where like I could it's it's crystallized. It's all in my brain. I can remember all of it, and it was just top to bottom a phenomenal day. But at one point, while we were may or may not have been a. Uh, Suffering the effects of uh, psilocybin mushrooms that we yeah, consume. Yeah, I don't know poisonous how, fungus. I don't know how it happened, but uh, somebody tried to recommend the show Frisky Dingo, which no one in the room at the time had seen other than this person, and they said, no, 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 don't worry. It's only 11 minutes. And then the room just roasted her because that's not how you sell something. That's a really bad way of selling something. Also, like... To a room of tripping baboon monkeys, which is essentially what we were. It's just like, don't don't start like giving us the negative negative pitch. Yeah, don't bail before negotiations have started to begin. Don't don't backtrack that. Have us say no, and then you concede that it's eleven minutes. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't around everyone that I knew, uh, but at the same time, I was around a bunch of people that I was very comfortable with, so didn't feel bad just ripping into to an eleven minute show because <laughs> that was the best thing about it. Oh, how's your how's your mixology? This is the last of my whiskey and I'm out of anything to put in it, which is fine. I'll just drink whiskey. I want the listener to know I'm drinking whiskey out of a cup in a closet. <clears throat> they know. Follow your dreams, kids. Yeah. One day you too can put towel towels over <laughs> You can you can put door. you can put towel you can put towel on closet door. Now uh, the other movie th- that I wanted to mention was uh, um, this is a regular sized movie. This is a full length movie. You don't have to. I, I mean, you don't have to oversell it here. <laughs> this is a uh, rare exports, which uh, we watched. We watched. Yeah, we and the listener watched over the Christmas holiday. Together is a strong word, but I'm going to say uh, concurrently. Mm-hmm. I think that that works because Greg and I did not share this at the time. But so we were doing a Hulu watch party because that's what it was on. Hulu, I think is how it's pronounced. Ah, Hulu. And uh, 
Yeah, the L is silent. <laughs> I'd say about three minutes in, there was, for whatever reason... So when it first started, there was the the standard lag you'd expect, hearing it slightly coming through your microphone, just just faintly. But then it was it was probably like one and a half, maybe two seconds. Then after about three minutes, it was about a ten second. You guys were significantly ahead of us <laughs> in in the movie. Hmm. Uh, not entirely sure how it happened. Like we didn't we didn't see any visible like skips or lag or anything like that but you guys got like by the end of the movie you were about 30 seconds ahead of us which is fine but it made me commenting on things very difficult to do cuz i had to try to predict what was about to happen because yeah, that's you've seen the movie so much so. i well i see it i only see it around christmas and i'm drinking a shit ton of eggnog while i do it so and alcoholic eggnog that i make myself not like store-bought eggnog, which would probably also make it hard to remember because you'd just be sick from the amount of dairy. sugar. Really, and, even and if milk. there's no booze in it, eggnog's going to get you fucked up just a different way. Agreed. But yeah, so uh, you guys you guys watched it. I, I, I feel I feel like it was... Um, so I think on IMDb it has a 6.7 out of 10 overall, and I feel like that's uh. what... I feel like that's what the room was giving it, and I'm, and I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Look, man, anytime you can make me laugh and and scared and sentimental for christmas in a movie it's money well spent yeah that's fair so so i mean like my my rating is a little higher than than the rest of it look some of us don't like twist endings yeah and <laughs> and we know, you know who they are now <laughs> oh i mean we always knew who they were it's true now what i went ahead and did before t- before we started up today I was fucking around on IMDb, and I tried to find some reviews for the movie, because I'd never looked into that before. You know, it's something that I only recently started doing, is just soliciting the opinions of others. Because sometimes, yeah, like, we we say things that, that, that make sense to us. Yeah. But you need to hear that from somebody else. Because sometimes, you know, the it's a time and space thing. Yeah. Where where they're at the right time, the right place, and they watch Il Trono de Foco. <laughs> but yeah, so I got I got three reviews here that I felt were noteworthy, and I wanted Good. to fire them off and see what see what your thoughts on them were. So, all right, first one we got a seven out of ten. The review was left on April eighth of this year, twenty twenty, which you'll notice is not Christmas time, uh, and it is titled "That Evil Grin Man." And then four <laughs> periods. So like sort of an ellipses, but they, they didn't quite get it. The I evil go, grin man. It goes as yeah, there's no comma, so I don't know if it's supposed to be that evil grin man or if it's the evil grin man. Goes as follows. Was on my radar for a long time. Saw this recently. Call it bad parenting, but I saw this with my seven year old nephew who wanted to see something on Santa Claus during this lockdown, and I found this film perfectly suitable to teach him not to be naughty, N-O-T-T-Y, or else the tall, starved, naked elves with evil grin may come to steal him. Well, this film has nothing horror or scary, but it is still a good watch in something completely different than your regular Christmas-themed horror movies. It has some nice locations and a claustrophobic feel throughout. That's it. Okay, so claustrophobic in the Finnish-Norwegian wilderness doesn't really hit with me. I'm going to say most of it took place outside. Yeah, outside in like a forest, mountain, tundra. Yeah, like just with nothing but space. 
And did they say there wasn't naked old men? No, they said there was. They said that they were going to teach their nephew not to be naughty or else they will come to steal him. Oh, okay. Okay. But but, but, but he, naughty, says, call it, he said call it bad parenting, even though he's clearly this person's uncle or aunt, but I'm going to guess uncle. <laughs> he Let's is be this person's aunt. He's probably the person's uncle. <laughs> so um, how, did, how was naughty spelled? N-O-T-T-Y. Yeah, so that's why I thought it was a negative. Yeah. That's, sorry. It was that's the fair. misspelling. Yeah. Now, uh, this second review, another 7 out of 10, left July 6th this year. So, two days after the 4th of July, this person was like, you know what we need? Fucking Santa. You know what day that was? That was a Monday. Somebody just, <laughs> just rolled into work, working from home. It was just like, hey. I got a holiday to look forward to. Uh, it's called Christmas. I don't know. I haven't seen this Christmas movie. I guess I'll watch it instead of fucking working. Yeah. So I want to. I want to warn the the listener. This one does have the the IMDb uh, warning colon spoilers thing, which gives it a drop down option, so that if you're scrolling through the reviews, you won't ruin anything for yourself. So Snape I, kills Dumbledore. So I, I had to click the drop down menu to see this, and, and so the review seven out of ten. And it is titled Soylent Green is People. It is titled Ha 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 Ha. And then if you click the drop down menu, it is Ha 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 Ha
he gave the option for a zero. He rated all, the movies. The, yeah. The old man dick made him give it more than zero. Yeah. So he was like, well, it was nudity. He rates the nudity higher than the comedy. And I would argue the movie has some comedic hits. It depends on your sense of humor, but yes. When you when you take in the whole film and, and you experience it, there are comedic elements to it. And I would say those comedic elements in themselves of the comedy outweigh the nudity as nudity. Yes. But that's that's why I disagree with the guy. But look at you, man. What was this rated on, on the, the website? It was 6.7. 6.7. 6. 6. 6. 6. 6.7. So six and two-thirds. You went with two sevens and a six. Wow. Wow, you found the ones that averaged that. Good for you. Thanks. Because I go high or low. Like, I go tens or ones. <laughs> That's what I look for. Now, I There's will people say. people who absolutely love it. That that third that third reviewer is a uh, I don't even know if prolific is the correct word for reviewer on IMDb. He has reviewed two thousand three hundred and thirty films, and all of them are multiple paragraphs. Like he really takes the time to talk about it. Now he's done this over fourteen years, but. Over 2,300 reviews. Yeah, so 14 years, 2006. I mean, we graduated high school in 2006. I, Look, I'm not saying I haven't seen that many yes, films. Yes, you have. And you've, you've, you've reviewed definitely paragraphs more. You just haven't written it down and put it in one place. Exactly. Where people so, can seek out your opinion. And so I fucked up because apparently uh, – actually, I haven't. If you, look at, if you look at all those reviews, it's like – one of two people, two of three people, four of four people. Like, it's not like he's gathered a following. He's doing this for nobody, and I love that because... That's what we're oh, doing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. But, hey, that's fine. No. I I really I really respect the man who, who you know, maybe this is this is how he finds his solace. Yeah, is is writing paragraph reviews, and then and then breaking down the movie at the very end with with he does that for a bunch of them. His his what's it is it five category rating scale? Yeah, gore, nudity, effects, story, comedy, no drama. I guess drama falls under story. No acting. Yeah, but is that does he apply that to every movie? He just like sees breakfast at Tiffany's. He's like gore nudity special effect. Like zeros on all of them. Let's see the Invisible Man. What was his review? I of mean the that Mickey Man? Rooney. He played a good Japanese guy, but hmm, it wasn't comedy. That was truth. So for the Invisible Man, which is his most recent review, that's the other thing. Like he reviews like every couple of weeks. So like he must have had like a at least at least the the most recent one. So he must have had like a tear when he was younger, but. Uh, the Invisible Man, the movie that came out this year, is his most recent review, and it's on the same scale. Although he's added half points, so Gore gets a zero, uh, zero comma five out of five. So he must be European. Yeah, because he doesn't use a decimal point; he uses a decimal comma. But uh, but I mean, he's all over the shop with his like actual. So here's the reviews in order of just like like most recent ones. We've got The Invisible Man came out this year. We've got His House this year. 
Possessor this year, Warlords of the 21st Century, which came out in 1982. It is apparently a post-apocalyptic Mad Max ripoff. From Italy? Um, hard to say. I don't really, I don't even want to click it. But then it says The Kindred, 1987. Then it's Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting, which is this year. He's, I mean, he's, he's all over the shop, and I'm fine with it. Somebody's hey, got to do it. We are, too. <laughs> he also reviewed a movie we that just, came out. We just went from Christmas movies to end of days back to a Christmas movie. <laughs> he reviewed a movie called Uncle Peckerhead, uh, which came out this year, and he titled the review, If You Like Guitar Bands and Horror, Go Watch It. Now, what's a guitar band? <sighs> Skinnered. They have three guitarists. <laughs> or they had three guitarists. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you know, some people maintain their equipment, some people don't. Aerosmith didn't want to fly on that plane. I was trying to find some people that like went off the deep end with like the asylum in relation to uh to rare exports. Like I, I this just trash gang guy can't find him watching any of the asylum movies, which I find shocking because there are so many asylum movies. And this guy's reviewed fucking everything under the goddamn sun. And you, you're aware of the asylum, right? Oh like, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. For the listener, I, get, I think their most famous movie is Sharknado. But in classic the asylum fashion, what the asylum does is they rip off other movies and would have them come out with confusing titles on DVD, or I'm, I'm assuming they do it with live streaming now, or not live streaming, just regular streaming. Now they come out right before. The actual one. So, for example, right before yeah. the movie Valkyrie came out starring Tom Cruise, they had a movie called Operation Valkyrie come out on DVD at Blockbuster, where Operation on the box was maybe half an inch long, and Valkyrie was huge in huge letters. And so it would come out a week beforehand, and all these poor schmucks would, would rent it, and I would always tell them, hey, this is not the movie you want to watch. And they'd be like... Yes, it is. It's the Nazis with the Tom, and, and it'd be it would be about the same story. It would just be you done. Say, with that's like, not Tom Cruise on the front. Like it, it doesn't say his name. Look, I, I just need you to know that. Yeah, and so there's two categories of the Asylum movies. They did movies like Titanic Two, which is about a guy who rebuilds a copy of the Titanic, and the exact same story plays out. Um, that that's there's a, a what was it Fourth of July with aliens. So that's the other type. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, because yeah. like the other type is just straight fucking ripoffs of movies that are about to come out. So, for example, AVH, Alien versus Hunter. I mean, you gotta you gotta like look at some of these fucking covers to really appreciate how much they're ripping stuff off. They did Transmorphers, 2012 Doomsday. That's uh. Just a ripoff of 2012, obviously, but it also kind of looks like the... Uh, Are you, wait, ripping off the whole year? The Day After Tomorrow? Yeah, dude. They also have Alien Predator. Not Alien vs. Predator, just Alien Predator. Which is a Predator ripoff? <laughs> they have, or an uh, Alien ripoff. <laughs> they have uh, War of the Worlds 2, which is great. The Terminators, one of my it's favorites. It's the second War of the Worlds. Transmorphers Fall of Man, which the I second world I'm trying to remember what the name of the Transformers they were ripping off was there. It was Transmorphers Fall of Man. It was it was a fall of I forget because all those Transformers movies went off the goddamn rails, but it was like Fall of Something or Something of Man. I don't fall, know. Fall of the Camaro. 
But like, yeah. So I was trying to see if anybody. I was, what I was really trying to do was find somebody who loved those ripoff movies. Right before Three Hundred came out, they had a movie called Nomad come out that had the exact same cover. I mean, they just they're they're, they're the kings of ripping people off. Then they got into the and they still were ripping stuff off with Sharknado, the Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus already existed at that point. There had yeah. already been these other low budget sci fi movies that had been coming out forever, and they were like, oh. Everyone seems to be leaning into sharks real hard. We'll do Sharknado. And uh, it happened to hit for him. But anyway, if you ever see Uli Lommel or The Asylum, not that they're related at all, but if you ever see them related to a movie you're about to watch, go ahead and leave whatever you're doing. Just don't. Don't engage. I uh, I'm gonna have to go ahead and disagree with Ben's advice. I think you should you should watch just to know, because if if you like it, cool, great, you found something that you enjoy, and if you don't like it, great, you'll never ever have to partake in anything that they produced ever again. I'm just I- saying, I watched Elves 2018. It was a bad <laughs> movie, and like I sat through it because honestly, I didn't have anything better to do. You know that, that that's actually pretty solid advice. Consider mine more of a warning, not not a hard rule, and then take Jimbo's advice to heart there. And yeah, worst case scenario, you watch something terrible and you can have a good time rewatching it with some of your buddies if it's if it's fun bad, which some of some of them are. Look, some of you some of you ladies out there in Radioland, you're Cowboys fans. I don't get it. I, I'll never understand it, but guess what? I'm not going to tell you not to. Of course not. If you enjoy the Asylum, enjoy the Asylum. If you like Sharknado 3 with all them stars in it, especially Tara Reid, like, have at it. I don't I don't agree with, with what you're doing. <laughs> uh, I don't think you should support Tara Reid, but, like, fucking A. Look, that Sugar Ray money's not coming in anymore. Mark McGrath has got to get paid. Now, was yeah. it, uh, is it Ian Zering? I don't think he. I don't think he says Ian. I think he says Ian. You got police. I don't know. If that's police. You got crimes in the background. We got snow. Is somebody about to shoot your neighbor's dog? <sighs> I wish. <laughs> Holy shit! That dog's fucking annoying. <laughs> uh, Zoe, come here. <laughs> Sit. Zoe. Ah, oh! Ah, uh, that's just Zoe. Honestly, honestly, that's Zoe. Owners, she do, she doesn't bite. That's just that's just Zoe. Now Pogo, now Pogo, he used to bite. We hey, had to put him down, but hey, Zoe, hey, Zoe doesn't bite, about, dude. Kid, don't even worry about. Oh, she is kind of biting on you. Uh, uh, that's hey, kind of. I'm gonna put that on you. The the nibbles. Don't worry. She likes you, is all. <laughs> yeah, dude. She just she she likes you. Just take it as a compliment. Don't fucking call the cops, just, dude. Just, Stop her when she gets to the second layer of skin. Don't She'll worry. stop when she's done, dude. Yeah. Now Pogo. She'll lick the wound. Don't Pogo, worry. he weighed about what? About 285 pounds, 300 pounds. I mean, that was an animal. A beautiful fucking animal, dude. You could you could <laughs> ride that dog. <laughs> I fucking did, kid. Uphill. I bet. All right, well, before we fire you off into the new year, you all know what it's time for. Vanity plate of the week. How do you know this is a vanity plate? How do you know this wasn't randomly assigned? Because I know the pattern of the California plates. Oh, yeah? You got inside men? No, it's number three letters, three numbers. On every California plate you see. 
I mean, unless you get a, unless you pay to have it, not that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like since the sixties, I think since the nineties, there are some vintage plates where it's uh, n- number okay. three. All right. <laughs> Yep. It's it's still Thank number you. Yep. three letters, I get two it. numbers. It's just whether or not it's two or three numbers well, at the end. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, so I have it. <laughs> what is this? Uh, Austin Powers? Oh, wait, no. No, no. That's something. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an image from Penn. Um, let's see. It's a license plate. Is that a California plate? Is that like a UCLA yep. one? Probably. Um, I might also just be like one of the one of the sort of vintage ones. You can get you can get a bunch of different color. Was it called a colorway? If if it were a shoe, but yeah, a bunch of different like you can get black and black on or yeah, white this, on black. This one's like the UCLA Bruins uh, with the the yeah. kind of powdery blue. It's also kind of the Warriors. The, the, the gold. Yeah. It's kind of the Warriors too. Look, I don't recognize them as a team, but you know you can if you want to. Look, I'm just saying they're around me. They're much closer now. Uh, yeah. Well, the Lexus of Marin or Marin or he got or it. Mar Mar Marin. Yeah, I'm kidding. I I know how to say that. I was just fucking with you. Uh, I know. So the license plate is 25 M Nems. I'm guessing M Nems. You know. Yeah. So 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 Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Ben crudely pasted, I want 50 Skittles and above 25 M Nems. <laughs> yeah, because at heart, uh, I'm a little kid on Halloween. I want 50 Skittles and 25 M Nems. God damn it. Well, when we were doing Halloween, Skittles were different. The greens were lime. The greens changed. The greens changed. Yeah, Skittles used to be my favorite candy and they ain't no more. Greens changed. What they replaced lime with with green apple. You gotta you gotta get the lime from the orchard packs now. You got any lime Skittles back has there? Orchard packs. I didn't I didn't realize they had so many different varieties. You got any yeah, lime back there? You got you got any lime or is it just you just got the apple? You don't got any lime. You're out of. Uh, now who was it who wanted apple? Was it nope? He said nobody wanted apple. <laughs> That bit knocked my microphone down. <laughs> right on, right on to my unprotected penis. What are we in England? This Loganberry? We don't have grapes over here. Is it current? Seriously, current? Huh. That, that's all I got. I'm into it. I hate Skittles now. Yeah, but that's part of growing old is hating some of the things that you used to love. It, it is. Happy New Year, everybody! Woo! Another part of it's absolutely defending to the death other things that you liked that you probably have no business uh, defending. Yeah, like American cheese. I was going to say Twizzler pull and peel for me. Uh, that's still worth defense. Fuck yeah. I knew I had an ally. Yeah. Look, I'm not a big licorice guy, but like, I can appreciate a pull and peel. I mean, look, they're cherry flavored. They don't even pretend to make them licorice. But like, when you're... Let's say someone has accidentally consumed a bunch of psilocybin mushrooms. We don't know how it happened. It just happened. And for a lot of people, you're at, you're not going to have a lot of an appetite during that period. But for some people, you still have a normal amount of appetite. Some people have a little less. But regardless... You have a taste for your tactile sense. You need to tear things apart You can to feel human. You can pull it and peel it and tie it. In, you can braid it, tie it into knots. 
and then eat it. And then when you're done, there's another one of the fuck. There's like a billion of them in that fucking bag. Yep. The only thing you can't do is reconstitute them. And I can say this as somebody I with a physics this. degree. Also, side note, I want to start calling my time in college uh, undergrad to imply that I went to grad school, even though I didn't. Just say, uh, back in undergrad, I think that's fun. I think, Dude, I think I'm going to start Don't worry. Doing I'm that. pursuing another bachelor's degree like an asshole. Oh, I thought you were going master's. No. Dude, I love it. Double batch. Well, I figured I could get it done really easily because. <laughs> Sure. Most of the credits transferred. Yeah. But yeah, I just want to start calling it back when I was an undergrad and just kind of make people think I'm uh, refined. Oh, is this when you were on co-op in undergrad? Because yeah, I was on co-op in undergrad. To... Okay, cool. Because <laughs> you weren't going to school then. You were just basically straight up working. Yeah. yeah. All right. I get it. Yeah. Um, Don't worry. I live in this town. I know what goes on. I derailed myself. Oh, as someone with a physics degree, I can say that nothing else has the consistency of a Twizzlers pull and peel. No other. That's a new element. That's its own thing. Nothing can else has that. Can we fire it out of, like, a gun? Is, does it have ballistic properties? <laughs> like, I imagine it's grown okay. like like a coral reef slowly over decades All right. until it's ready to harvest. I mean, the reason I asked about the ballistic properties is just because I caught a glimpse of the Punkin' Chunkin' DVD that, that was left here. Yep. And, you know, I was thinking about ballistic fruits and gourds. Hell yeah. yeah. Now, uh, we haven't even discussed this, but this is uh, episode, I guess, two of season two. Episode one the was last week's, the Christmas one. You had the nice Christmas intro, and we just had our new intro. On this one, which Jimbo and I have totally already figured out. Yeah, we were so figured out and yep. all right with the selection that uh, we didn't even need to discuss it. And so, so we'd, we'd like to thank, insert band name here, for all their work uh, when they went and recorded song name off of the album, album title, from the year, a year, with producer, Rick Rubin. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. Uh Rick Rubin. Yeah. <laughs> you can really go. All right. Uh, look, it does not narrow us down that much. It probably isn't accurate for whatever we went with, but he's still yeah, I honestly I would go Phil Spector. Mm. Now that guy, not problematic. Cool dude, top to bottom. Hey. What's hey, he look. up to? <laughs> well, I can tell you what Lana Clarkson is up to. Hey, hey, big Lana fan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, honestly, Phil Spector, he, he produced a lot of great, great music and then was just a terrible, terrible person. Yeah. Yes, he was. Thank you, Mr. Plow. Woo. But, uh, yeah, thanks for sticking with us for half a year. We're going to give you many more halves of years in the future, in the new year, I think we'll we'll, we'll probably do a few more uh, structured story episodes where we tell you some more of our adventures from times gone by. We'll definitely get some more guests coming up. Hell, we haven't even told like the best two stories, which was our first two. It was like the pilot program. Yeah, those are recorded shittily and unreleased, but but we're gonna redo them with with more gusto and uh, audio quality. Rose colored glasses all the way. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, we want to thank you for hanging out with us and listening to us and subscribing or following or, you know, whatever you've done. If you, if you want to 
Find us on more stuff. That's great. If you want to leave a review on anything, that's great. If you want to set fire to something, I would say don't do it unless it's yours. Yeah, yours are the governments. And then... Yeah, there we go. That's a choice only you can make. And we're not encouraging it, but we're not discouraging it. Wink! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I didn't I didn't need to suggest arson, but I felt it necessary. Look, look, we're there now, and I'm not against it. But seriously, it would mean a lot if, if you guys told a friend, you know, a lot of people are stuck home for the holidays, not hanging out with their families. Tell them to listen to two shitheads that you probably know, because let's be honest, it's mostly just our friend group at this point, which is fine. We're, we're into that. But yeah, don't cost nothing to tell them. And uh, it would mean a lot to us to uh, to share this with more folk. Also, you know, you can send very verbose emails. You, it doesn't just have to be my father telling me like how how much I'm upsetting my mother with with our stories of of jackassery. To be fair, he was very succinct with that part of the email. That was a quick in and out, just like uh, yeah, here's but this? that led. You know, it was very parental. Still, it was like, hey guys, just. Your mom kind of doesn't like this. And it's like, I get it, man. I understand, mom. <laughs> I've never been fathered like that. It was dope to experience. Like, that just, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, it's a, it's an alien experience to me. It was pretty cool. Hey, well, you saw my reaction, and it's not the good, normal <laughs> son reaction that anyone should have. But maybe it is. I don't know what that is. I'm just I like, mean, it's cool, just, man. Hey, fuck you, dad. I'm an adult. <laughs> And on that note, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, we'll see you again in 2021. Stay safe. Stay home. Stay warm. Uh, stay cool. Stay cool. <laughs> Be nice to each other. Be excellent to each other. Ooh, now that's that's a good reference. But uh, there's there's an old there's an old saying from where we're from that's sort of it's one of those things that we kind of we kind of take for granted. We've heard it so much growing up. That you, it becomes wallpaper. You're like, everybody knows that term. But it's not till you leave the area. You're like, oh, that's that's sort of a, a New Year's Eve saying that like it's really sort of unique to, to where we're from. And, and it's 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 a message of hope and encouragement, but it's very unique to it's very localized. And so Jimbo's going to go ahead and hit us with that. Now he's going to he's going to repeat just sort of I mean, you hear it all the time in, in the greater Cecil County area. Uh, it, it's almost white noise, but it's pleasant. It's good advice, and Jimbo, go ahead and hit us with it now. Send us into the new year. Yes! Huh? And as we say every year, Go fuck yourself, 2021. And may all acquaintance fuck themselves. God fuck us, everyone.